This is Blender Style, the show where we discuss a blend of heavy and extreme music. On this episode, the Dillinger Escape Plan, Ireworks. This album was released in 2007 on Relapse Records. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. So I remember everyone telling me to listen to Calculating Infinity, which mm-hmm. is their first album. And I tried it, and I didn't like it, and so I never really got back into Dillinger. But this is your pick, Casey. Uh, why'd you pick Ironworks? So I'm with you. I, I think uh, I listened to Calculating Infinity, didn't really like it, um, and then about ten years ago, kind of got back into Dillinger and started listening to some of their newer stuff, and then uh, kind of circled back and started listening to the older stuff. Did you get into Calculating Infinity eventually? No, not really. It's still kind of there, but I still don't think it's as good as some of their later stuff. I'm still not the biggest fan of that yeah. album either. But are you a Dillinger fan? Yeah, well, I've always been a Dillinger fan. Uh, I think it was so you stable. and Kai who kind of pushed me into Dillinger. Mm-hmm. Who's Kai? Just some dude. So this is described as mathcore? I would say this is mathcore, this is hardcore, uh... This is post-hardcore. This is electronic um, at times. Yeah, definitely. But you, anything core at the end of it, that's kind of what this is. Even grindcore sounding at times. Yeah. So what does that mean that they're doing mathcore? Is, is that like they're... It was hard for me to pick up. Like, I didn't catch that there was different time signatures, but I think there is weird, like, mathy oh, stuff sure. going on for yeah. sure. So I, I'm not sure what, what the mathcore thing is either. I don't know what the definition... Uh, from what I... I've heard it's just like off time signatures that shouldn't fit together, fitting together. It, it but sounds <clears throat> definitely impulsive. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very, you know, you know, there's times where there's uh, the guitar is being played, not like a reg, you know, what you would normally hear somebody play a guitar. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, like chaotic. Is that a good way of putting it? I would say, yeah, it's chaotic at times. It's like sure. the murder scene from psycho. <laughs> Kind of, but yeah. way, way faster. Yeah, exactly. This album also, you know, was an album that they started venturing out a little bit more to with like electronic stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of electronics in this. Yeah. Like every song has some electronics. They're distorting the sounds mm-hmm. of the instruments mm-hmm. as well as putting like samples and keyboards and shit on top of it. Yeah. This band uh, in, in the early days had like a, a weird thing because, you know, some of the members were into just dance and EDM music and some of the members were into oh, hardcore really? and stuff. And then that constant like push pull that they had going on, it caused a lot of tension in the band, from what I read. But it also caused them to create like this music that shouldn't have gone together, but really they made it work well. And it's got like crazy song arrangements. It does. Nothing. Uh, there's no choruses really. I mean, there's hooks and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not a normal song structure. No, the songs not. are short as well. Yeah, they're very um, short. Yeah. Yeah, which is you know. I've always been a fan of Dillinger. I've always enjoyed their work. But to me, uh, they're a band that actually just kind of got better with releases oh, for yeah, me. for sure. Um, Interesting. Yeah, which doesn't happen very often. And, and I think that's where, where I kind of came from. Like, I wasn't into their early stuff. And then, as we, I think it was, um, what was the white one? Uh, one of Us is a Killer? Yeah. I think that's the one that you and, and Kai really pushed on me. And I kind of really got into that one. And then the next one, Disassociation, came out. And then uh, I kind of started exploring the backlog of stuff from those two. And and those really got me into their style. And I think it helped me 
digest the earlier stuff in, mm-hmm. in this album and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I think, like you said, they get a lot better as they get older or later on in their career. Mm-hmm. Um, I was such a big fan when, when uh, in what, 2017, when they decided to call it quits, that uh, I booked tickets to go to their last show in mm-hmm. New York, and then I got stuck having to work and had to sell oh, them. That sucks. I was bummed. I was like, oh, they'll get back together eventually. And they still yeah. haven't and still have no no intention of it. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. And then the vocals are mostly screaming like the whole time. There, there's screaming, a lot of screaming. He's singing quite a bit in here. And too. he has a really good range on his voice. Like he does his clean vocals are great. That's his, one of my likes this actually. Album sounds like sex and violence. Like, yeah, and that's the thing. Like he does interplayed with each other. When he sure. does his screaming stuff, he doesn't try to go uh into that extreme deep, you know, guttural scream. He keeps it real natural like you're screaming at somebody across the subway or something without like trying that. to distort your voice yeah <clears throat> and, it, and it works really well um and it keeps like he said it keeps his clean vocals clean and, and you can tell like he doesn't have that vocal fry that a lot of people have been screaming for years have mm-hmm. i'm like i said before i'm not a big dillinger fan um but i did get into killer be killed and oh, he, yeah. he's in that band too and i love his vocals in that oh, and yeah. i like his vocals in this quite a bit too mm-hmm. One of the things that I really liked about this is the um, sense of urgency that all the songs portray. Mm-hmm. Um, well and there's a really cool use of like uh, cramming everything together um, and creating no space in between anything, the, the musical notes or the, the sections. But then they open up to like this kind of where they give you too much space with, you know, something just going on in the background mm-hmm. and it gets you calmed down and then it jams it all down your throat again really well. Mm-hmm. And them doing that a lot really keeps me interested in it, you know? So it's like, right when you're like, okay, it's been too many minutes of listening to the same part over and over. It, it opens up. You're like, oh, this is different. And then it comes right back in. And then there's like a little bit of a, a variation on it when it comes back in. Um, we kind of touched on it. Greg's voice is really good throughout this whole album. Mm-hmm. His clean parts are really great. And I really like the use of the, the electronics parts that they do um, throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan when bands do that, but I feel like they did it on this and they did it pretty tastefully. The use of like the trumpets and, and violins and stuff on some of the songs is really cool too. It's not something you heard in that, that kind of style of music back in the day. I think they use uh, trumpet really well on Milk Lizard. Yes. Like I've heard a lot of bands do trumpet and it feels tacked on. That mm-hmm. doesn't feel tacked on. It feels like it's intentional yeah, and it really good. suits the music. That's a killer song. Well, Lizard. I think all three of us can agree that that song is... I like Black Bubblegum a lot, Black too. Black Bubblegum is probably sure. my favorite song on There's there. There's some groovy ones on here. I also like uh, Horse Hunter and Mouth of Ghosts. Mm. Yeah, dude. Uh, Horse Hunter Brent Hines from Mastodon does vocals in that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he does guest vocals mm-hmm. on that. What I like about it is is the chaotic parts. Mm-hmm. And I do like that they break it down with uh, you know some of the little electronic stuff. Um, and his vocals are just great. So those are some of my favorite things. It just It's just so violent and just mm-hmm. impulsive and I, and I really like that the urgency of yeah it. and then another thing to kind of touch on and, and i don't know if it's really a like as much as it's it's interesting and maybe it's kind of bordering dislike but the lyrics the lyrical content on this a lot of this has to do with kind of a it seems like a lot to do with you know pretty much telling somebody to fuck off mm-hmm. um but they're real basic lyrics mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff's repeated <clears throat> um there's some kind of like ulterior motives hidden in there that you kind of have to dig for um somebody was saying and i don't know if it's true or not that uh greg did a poetry and 
photography book. Mm, I wouldn't uh, be surprised. I, I, I didn't read it, but I wonder if it's any good because the lyrics, they go together, but there's like, you kind of have to dig in them to get any meaning from them. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I like about them. Yeah. It's like a David Lynch film it's with words. Cool. Well, you know what I mean? I, I don't know really what's going on, but I kind of have an idea, and I'll just, whatever I think it is is what I think it is. <laughs> you know, and I'm enjoying it regardless. Yeah, there's no right or wrong. And then another thing that I, I think I would have to say that I, I don't like about this is on the parts that we were kind of talking about where they get real, like, urgent, mm-hmm. um, some of those parts could get so urgent that they kind of feel muddy and you kind of lose track of what's going on. Fuck yeah, dude. This shit is noisy as fuck. Uh-huh. That was why I didn't... I've been waiting to say this. That's that's why I didn't like calculating infinity. I was just like, this sounds like noise. Mm-hmm. The first two tracks on this are noisy as shit. Mm-hmm. I would have... If I picked this album up and played it, I would probably not have finished it. But I listened to the whole thing numerous times. The, the title of the first track, though, Fix Your Face. That was so good. And it like such a good... I'm sorry, <laughs> I have to just mention that's a good song title. It is really good. <laughs> and it sounds like, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but like, the noisy parts don't make sense to me. It's just, it's... I sound like an old man. I'm like, it just sounds like fucking noise. Like, turn that shit down! You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I just, I can't, I don't get it. Mm. And and I feel like the electronics are distracting. I, I think they're, I like that there's electronic stuff there, but I, I think it's not executed well. I mean, honestly, the this is definitely not one of my favorite albums uh, by the Dylan yeah. standpoint. But um, I do enjoy it. Uh, but there's like a lot of dead space even within this. It's like, go balls out or not. Like, I think, what is it, tracks four and five, like the little interlude things that they have. The, um, um, when acting is a wave and when acting is a... Yeah. 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 And then, like, even, like, uh, I don't know, there's just a lot of dead space for me within this. So the, so the dead space, like, um, I, I kind of agree with you. There's some dead space that you're kind of like, okay, well, that was... It's weird because it's an interlude, but the end of the interlude picks up like it's going to be, okay, well, it was just a really long intro and we're going to get a song now, but then it ends, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. But that said, the uh, when acting is a wave... That's one of my favorite tracks on this because of the, <laughs> the glitch part that they do with yeah. the background. I, I think it works really well and it's really cool. It kind of is themed with up with the artwork too, if you think about exactly. it, like the way the art is. And I like think the, the art's cool, are, yeah. You know, so, and then they have that one song that's like five, two, six, eight, eight, or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, do I have to do math to like yeah. enjoy this album? It feels <laughs> yeah. like I have to do work to really understand it, yeah. and I just kind of get into it. Okay, and so, the, and then. Uh, like on sick on Sunday, mm-hmm. there's like weird sampling going on. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I had to pause. I'm like, do I hear that? So I think kind of how you were talking about um, the the glitchiness on some of the stuff. Uh, like so, uh, sick on Sunday kind of starts it, um, and then it kind of goes into that when acting like a particle, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of glitchier, but it feels almost like a continuation of that. And then it goes into another track, I think, and then it goes into when acting as a, a wave, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird that the way that they spaced them out, and they almost feel like filler. Yeah, it's definitely filler to me. I feel like, and also the songs are short. Mm-hmm. Like, a, I mean, Dillinger has longer songs, they you know, and well, they come to have longer songs, and they they grow as a band. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is like a stepping. Uh, this is like a step into where they're wanting to go and, and where they went. And know? I agree with that because uh, Greg's solo uh, thing, the the Black Queen, 
Yeah, I never, I never, I never got into it either. I I never tried listening to it, and I didn't give a shit. But it's kind of that. (laughs) It's kind of that techno thing, kind of that they started in this, taken to an extreme. Uh, More electronics. So uh, another thing I wanted to bring up was this album was actually ranked number three on Decibel's Top Forty of two thousand seven. I saw that too. Uh, Right in two thousand seven, though. It might have hit a little better. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it was right underneath uh, Watain's Sworn and uh, Sworn to the Dark and uh, Pink Destroyer's Phantom Limb was number two. Pink Destroyer's Phantom Limb. Those two albums are definitely by far better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for it to just be ranked up there with that kind of stuff, I mean, it tells you how much. Because it's fucking overrated. This band's overrated, in my opinion. Well, I, don't, I, would I, don't, defi- I would definitely disagree with I, that. I would have to definitely disagree with that. Because there's You guys need to send I, me another album that's better I, than this one. Did I not tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> when Casey picked this album, I was like, really, this one? Yeah. And then, like, I have the CD, and I put it, you know, in the tr- my work truck. And I'm, I'm not going to go out on my way unless you put I it I literally on. skip a few songs, yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm in the, you know, because I don't like that excess, the excess noise, electronic yeah. stuff. It sounds like something... You can't head that a teenage it. kid was playing in his room, you know, I don't know. Well, and that's kind of where I was at. I didn't want to pick, like, I would say One of Us is a Killer is probably their best album, in my opinion. Uh, um, this is up there. This is maybe third best. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you. It's not my favorite, Dylan. This is Bear. their third best? To me. Yeah, I don't like this band. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just to me. You might like something else. Let, let me. No, I, I definitely love Dillinger. I like this album. You know what I mean? But you it's can't. a confrontational album for me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is me and them disagreeing. You know what I mean? Well said. You can't headbang to this. Like, none of this is... No, this was strictly made for swinging your arms and hitting somebody. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, there's no, like, clean rhythm to it ever. I would have loved oh, to see this, this has there's a lot quite a bit of rhythm on this album. I think that you just dislike the chaotic part so much that, that you, you... Bypass everything bypass else. Bypass all the other... It's just like choppy as shit. You know what I mean? There's no... Maybe maybe they had to chop it down. <laughs> the producer's <laughs> like, you know what? We're taking this out. It was, was a four-minute song. Yeah, they just cut it all out and just like <laughs> left all the way. Like, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I'm just kidding. When they, when they wrote it out on, on sheet, like the, the two minutes was actually 98 pages. Oh, this is technical. This is technical yeah. stuff that they're doing. But that's what I mean. Like, like there's like no space between the notes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Phantom Limb, that's one of the things that we liked about it, that it was constant go. Mm-hmm. That has way more groove than this, and more headbanging. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It just, it, it's easier to, like, it's, it's easy. a 4-4 four, four time or whatever, right? It, it's easier to listen to, but that, I think that's the other thing. Is like, you're really into, like, standard timings and stuff? Like, you really vibe on that? <laughs> no, 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 I appreciate Mashuga. <laughs> He's like, don't. Yeah, don't don't, don't, don't call patronize me, me sir. <laughs> don't patronize me. Don't you dare. Yeah. Don't you ever say I've been listening to Sugar <laughs> since the 90s. You think the Raptors like in 5'8 or some shit? I listen to Dave Weckl and all kinds of jazz and shit. Okay, we, we believe you, man. I'm getting muted. <laughs> and like I was saying earlier, this is like a confrontational album uh, for me with this band. So it's hard for me to rate this, but I rate this uh, a 3.8. And uh, it, I like when there's Dillinger music going on. I don't like the other stuff. It's a stepping stone for him. So, yeah. I give this a 2.9 out of 5. I didn't hate it. I just, 
I don't get the hype. I don't get it. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. If I want short, chaotic songs, I'm going to go listen to Grindcore. Mm -hmm. If I want crazy electronic stuff, I'll listen to Igor. Um, It's super noisy except for a few tracks. But, you know, it's not horrible. I would listen to it again. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely, uh, I pulled some tracks off this for sure. In my monthly playlist. I would agree with you that there's some killer tracks. So 2.9 for me. What about you, Casey? So I give this a uh, 4.6. Wow. Um, wow. This is a that's, really, yeah, really good a... album. And I love the way that they incorporate all the different styles and tempos and beats and timings and cram them all together in ways that shouldn't work. But they do. And I also think it just it curbs my ADD. It keeps my attention <laughs> to the whole thing. Like I notice, like, especially as I'm getting older, I'm like in my 60s now, uh, <laughs> That I can't even sit and watch a TV show without doing the old man thing and falling yeah. asleep. I could listen to this without falling asleep. Or it's a quick listen. Yeah, it, it plays pretty quick. But I could listen to it without sidetracking myself and doing something else and totally forgetting the music's there. Like mm-hmm. it engages me the whole time. So four point six. Yeah, I just feel like there's not enough. Like that's so hard because. Mm-hmm. You want to like it. I want to like it. I do. And I remember when it came out, this, I feel like this, they're not an overrated band. This is an overrated album. Oh, In 2007, sure. all my friends were listening to this, you know? Um, and so was I. I enjoyed oh, it. Yeah. But uh, now that years have gone past, you know what I mean? Uh, and also, Greg got way better as a vocalist. Oh, he did, for sure. Um, the members just are tighter and better in later albums. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is just a weird band for me that i just like their stuff better as they go this is blender style that was the dillinger escape plan fireworks this feels like never blending <laughs>